1: Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm excited about today's episode. It is going to be a full solo episode, which we haven't done in quite a while, but you had reached out on Instagram and we had been talking a little bit about trauma, specifically relationship trauma. And I think it'd be a really good idea if I talk about my experience with relationship trauma, if I bring in you know, a therapist for a few minutes to give us the real rundown on trauma. And we can kind of, you know, hear that perspective, but also hear my perspective, which I haven't really talked about, you know, my specific relationship trauma. And there are tons of reasons for that, mostly because when we experience trauma, we don't think of it really as trauma um, because there's types of trauma, right? So in therapy, they call it small T trauma and large T trauma. And small T trauma could include, you know, conflicts like interpersonal conflicts, infidelity, divorce, having to relocate, legal trouble, financial trouble, and, you know, relationship trouble which is i guess interpersonal conflict and then large t trauma is more like uh you know going through a natural disaster a, god forbid you know a terrorist attack a sexual assault um like a mugging like that that kind of thing more physical and obvious trauma uh, but regardless whether it's small t trauma or large t trauma it usually does have a big impact on your life. And if this is something that you've experienced, um, I just want you to know that there are places that you can get help. There's trauma-focused therapy. And I encourage everyone who feels like they could use that help to seek it out. I'm just going to talk about my own experience. And I also had asked you guys to write in some of your experiences And so I'm going to read some of your responses now and then I'll talk a little bit about what I've gone through in my life. There's a lot of responses, so bear with me here. Someone said, my first ever boyfriend dumped me after a year by telling me he didn't love me anymore. Another person said that they were repeatedly told that their partner didn't love them and it made them feel that they were unlovable. I'm just going to read. You can just assume these are all different people. Uh, It made me feel so unattractive and question my worth. I was dumped via text two days after losing my virginity to someone. It made me think for a long time that people just get sick of me and it's inevitable that I'll be left. It makes me terrified to put myself out there again because of fear of embarrassment and sadness. It's really hard when you're blindsided by someone you thought loved you too much to cause you pain. You assume you are unwanted in the future, even if a new person gives you no reason to think that. It just sucks so much wanting something and not feeling wanted in return. This person's partner wouldn't have sex with them for six months to them, it felt like emotional abuse and made them feel inadequate and unattractive. There were panic attacks induced by a rejection someone suffered. So these are, these are by the way, these are rejection stories, um, responses to what someone's rejection trauma looks like, essentially, made me question every action to see where I went wrong, blamed myself and not them. It was my first relationship. They ghosted me after dating for six months and now I suffer from an extreme fear of rejection and people leaving. It makes me not want to open up again. Um, They didn't respect my time or boundaries, the way that they handled it. One person said, I think rejection is traumatic whenever you're being gaslit or there's toxic behavior leading up to it. Someone talked about parent rejection, which is a very real thing. It gave someone trust issues. Will this person just reject me too? Loneliness felt empty like me against the world. It hurt my self-worth, made my insecurities amplify. One person said, when it happens in childhood, it makes you blame yourself and think you're not lovable later in dating. It makes you unable to be vulnerable early on. One person said that I wasn't Jewish enough. It sent me in a spiral on religion and identity. A lot of responses are saying it wasn't necessarily about the rejection itself, but rather how the rejection was communicated. There's so many of these responses, getting left for another woman, then moving on really fast, cheating as a form of a rejection, falling in love and being immediately broken up with, trust issues, breakdowns. There's a lot of this coming in and it just goes to show that this is a topic that we really do need to talk about. Do you consider yourself to be creative or artsy or You know, just like good at something. Like you have a passion that you really crush it at. And you're looking to make a portfolio or something like that. Because if so, issue is the only place to do it. And now's the best time to be getting a portfolio together. Maybe you're applying to new jobs, maybe you're out of a job. And for that reason, you should absolutely be using Issue. You know the drill. Like when you're done editing, you need to keep reformatting. But with Issue, you just have to make it once and then you can post it everywhere. You can use it as your portfolio when you're applying to things. It's really perfect if you're a creator, a marketer, a designer, an educator, you know, using it for school, a publisher any career or any kind of person that would want to make eye-catching content should be using Issue. And it's free. Did I mention that? If you go to issuu.com slash podcast with the promo code ACME, it will be absolutely free or you can get 50% off your premium account. So get started with the issue for free. If you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off 50% when you go to issuu.com slash podcast and use the promo code ACME. That's issuu.com slash podcast. Use promo code ACME at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. Issue.com slash podcast with promo code ACME. I'll tell you a little bit about some of my rejection trauma. You know, everyone experiences rejection trauma. And for me, I experienced it pretty early on. My first ever boyfriend, or I wouldn't say first ever, but first ever like serious boyfriend that I lost my virginity to, we were dating in high school and we lost our virginities to each other. Uh, it was, I don't even remember like the details. I do remember though the date because it was on his birthday, which is just like, you shouldn't do anything for anyone just because it's their birthday. Like no one deserves anal. No one deserves sex just cause it's their birthday. It's not about like, who cares? Everyone has a fucking birthday. But for some reason I was like, Oh, it's his birthday. And we had been dating for four months. We like barely even touched each other. And I was like, okay, let's let's try this out. And so we did have sex. We had no idea what we were doing. Like we used a condom, obviously. I don't even remember if I was on birth control or not. I don't think I was. And I had no idea what I was doing. Like I remember I laid flat on top of him thinking that that was like how it worked. But anyway, the point is that we lost our virginities to each other. And then the next day, I went away with my family on a family vacation. And I had found out that he had gone out the next night. Actually, a girl who I was friendly with called me from my vacation. And she said, you know, let's call him Joe that's not his name. And she said, you know, Joe hooked up with two girls last night. And this is not only someone I just lost my virginity to, but someone that I was dating. Like I considered this guy, my boyfriend, um, for whatever that, you know, meant to me at the time as a 15 year old. And it was, traumatizing for me. I was so distraught. Like I couldn't understand. Luckily we had only been dating four months and not longer, but I was so freaked out by that and confused. And I didn't realize like how the fuck that was okay or how someone could even do that. And, you know, he had just made out with these two girls, but first of all, who makes out with two girls in a night? And I just felt like I had given this guy the confidence because like he finally had sex and he went out and threw it in my face and made out with these two girls. It was, it was horrifying. And I broke up with him and he, you know, kept pursuing me, trying to get me back. He sent me like Beatles lyrics and I was like, no, fuck you. And then I met my like real high school sweetheart after that. And we started dating and we ended up dating for three years um, into into college. And he, he was great. Um, I didn't really... You know, the beginning of our relationship was wonderful. Our families were close. We, like, did everything together. He actually lost his virginity to me. And um, he was just like... He was great. And then, you know, he was very straight edge when we met each other. And then he started to... Drink more and do, you know, like we're in high school, like we're junior year, senior year, like you start to, you know, do things like that. I was never a big drinker. I smoked weed and he didn't, but he drank. And when he would drink, like there was sketchy behavior associated with it. He would be hard to get in touch with and he would be very touchy with girls when he drank. And it was just, unnerving for me and we had gone through an experience where in high school it was my senior year and it was like the beginning the fall of senior year it was the first night that we weren't together because like we would you know we spent like every minute together I would sneak out of my house to go stay with him and um it was the first night on a weekend that we were apart I was at some family friend's bar mitzvah and he was at some party uh, from his, his high school had a party and he and I got started to get texts that he went into a room with another girl. So just give a name to this person, even though this isn't their name, let's call them Kevin, right? So Kevin went into a room with a girl and I started getting texts like, Hey, um, Kevin and, you know, Jane were grinding and they went into a room together and my heart dropped. Like this is a guy I've been now dating for like almost two years and he is publicly grinding with a girl in front of all his friends who know that he has a girlfriend and then goes in to a room with her to do other stuff. I was completely distraught. I couldn't even fathom it. I was so sick over it. This, this was really my first love and I just couldn't, it was extremely traumatizing for me and I I just told you that the first guy cheated. So like for the second guy to cheat, I was just shook and I wasn't eating. I actually, and it wasn't because I was trying to be skinny or anything. It's like when you get cheated on and you love someone, every time you like try to eat, you go in your head to them like cheating on you. And it's like, you can't even eat. Like you couldn't, when you're really heartbroken like that, like you can't do shit. And I was like not eating, I was depressed, I was, you know, I mean I, I wasn't diagnosed depressed but I was really upset. And I remember my friends even sat me down, they're like, "Hey, you're not eating. Like what's going on? Like are you anorexic?" And I was like, "No, are you like I I want to eat. I'm so like I'm so grossed out by this. I want to eat." You know, we broke up and and he Would again, like he was pursuing me, trying to get back together with me. But this was different because I had really given him like my heart and we were really close. And so again, like the trauma, like when when you are so close with someone and like you truly feel like you love them and then they hurt you, you want to forgive them because you want things to go back to the way that they were. And we went on spring break that year and I wouldn't get back together with him like by principle. I was making him suffer and I went on spring break and I had never been single all of high school really, except for that other idiot that I told you about. And so it was my time to like finally be single. And I, you know, ran around the Bahamas making out with people and then we got back and I decided to give him another chance, which I should have known at that point was a bad idea and a bad decision, but I was very naive in high school. And I had this outlook to dating that I don't have now, obviously, and we'll get into that, but which is just like, you know, assume the best and like, he's great and he's not going to hurt you. He already did like he won't now. And so we ended up getting back together. We went to prom together. You know, we had like a great last summer before we left for college. I again was a naive moron when it came to dating at the time. I was like, "Oh, we'll stay together in college." Obviously a bad idea. You know where this is going. We're in college and I'm not really talking to guys. I mean, granted like I'm talking to guys, but I'm not actively dating other people. And I find out like m- months into my freshman year that he had another girlfriend at his college. And so this was like way worse than just to make out. In my, in my mind, he basically was telling another girl that he loved her and also keeping me around. And that really messed me up. I was so... That's when I was like, okay, you know what? That's it. I am never letting in anyone again. And I'm never letting my guard down and I'm never going to be the fool. Like I'm always now going to be the one who's like 10 steps ahead. And I think everyone deals with trauma differently. But for me, it was so important to be now the one who, I I don't want to say hurts people because that's like hurt people hurt people. But I was like, I'm not getting hurt again. And and I was really like torn up from that. I was crying in the shower, just like really secretly suffering and um, definitely had to do with why I started smoking so much weed to like not feel the effect on all that. I'm back in the city and it's really hard for me to eat well because I'm surrounded by all my favorite foods at all times as you know you know I talk about often and so for me I need like a reset restart and whenever I need that and whenever I want to feel good and also taste really good food and not like be starving myself or on a diet because I hate that I always turn to Saqqara because their organic ready to eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients. And I just feel good. My energy is boosted. My digestion is better. And my skin starts to glow again, which is amazing. And then Saqqara also has these daily wellness essentials like their detox tea, which helps, you know, helps you go to the bathroom, which is necessary. And they've got a metabolism super powder, which you can put in your smoothies, or your yogurt bowls, kind of anything because it tastes delicious. And that's an all natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. So because I love you and I want you to feel good and also get to reset, Saqqara is offering you guys 20% off your first order. All you have to do is go to Saqqara.com slash Acme or enter code Acme at checkout. So S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Acme, you'll get 20% off your first order if you go to sakara.com slash Acme. And of course, you know that he ended up cheating on the college girlfriend too. And he's probably still a cheater today. Uh, But that was something that I internalized. And I said, you know, what's wrong with me that he couldn't just be happy with me, that he needed to have another girlfriend and he needed to cheat with a girl in high school. And now you look back on these things and you're like, that's not normal. You know, that's not normal behavior. And people don't do that. This just happened to be, I just happened to find someone that did. And that still probably does to this day. And it really led me to think that that was a me thing. And what I will say was something that I am responsible for is taking this person back and thinking that they would change. And that's why I'm so adamant. And I always like not yell at you guys, but really try to tell you that when someone shows you who they are, you need to pay attention and forget cheating in high school. But like if they're cheating post-college, it's just, it's a big deal. And I had another ex and, and we'll get into that, but who told me their last relationship ended from cheating. And I tried to look past it, but there were other things about them that showed me that I shouldn't have looked past that. So anyway, um finally, you know, trying to move on from my rejection trauma in high school. I was really lucky. And I don't know if lucky is really the word, as much as just so protective over my heart after that. I dated someone sophomore year of college, and I was the one who broke up with them. I got into a new relationship after that. And then again, I was the one who broke up with them. And it then like, that's just how it was. Like I would never date someone who for a second, I thought could possibly be cheating on me because I was so, I, I was just so affected by that. And I was so, it was like, I wasn't cured from that for so long and I wasn't in therapy. So my way of dealing with that was just finding the next person that would make me feel safe and would not even come close to the thought of cheating on me. And and I never even brought it up to, Oh, I think I brought it up to my sophomore year boyfriend, but I never brought up the cheating stuff after because I didn't want anyone to have like ammo against me. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I figured if I was open about the fact that I was cheated on then I would be leading them to cheat on me. Kind of the same way that you don't talk about, you know, if there's a if there's a girl that you're jealous of or something, you don't bring her up all the time because if you do, it's going to put her in the mind of the person you're seeing, if that makes any sense. Kind of like, what's the word for when you, like when you believe something or when you think something and you just start to believe it? I hope that makes sense. But basically, like I didn't want to tell someone I was cheated on because then I didn't want them to say, well, I would never do that to you and then do that to me. Like I just wanted to start fresh. I didn't want to bring that baggage into my relationships. And so then I graduated from college and you wouldn't believe it. I ended up choosing somebody who ended up cheating on me again. And it was pretty much the same situation from when I was in high school, they were abroad and I had graduated and they had another girlfriend abroad. And so they were pretty much dating both of us. And it was like, it put me right back to being in high school. And I just, I couldn't believe it. And I must've tried to rationalize it as, you know, this is this is maybe normal. This is common, but it, it wasn't. And it was at that point where I was like, I need to think about what I'm doing and, and the choices that I'm making that I somehow end up in the same situation over and over again. And it's so ironic. I sit here and I talk to you guys as a dating podcast host. And I'm telling you all of this shit that I went through continued and continued. And I guess it just shows like how much I've, thank God, grown since these moments. I mean, I'm I'm still talking about 10 years ago, but it, it happened again. And I had no idea how I let it happen. I, you know, I chose this like charismatic guy over and over again, who was a flirt and I loved that personality but that personality clearly came with the cheating and the piece of shitness and I was like this is insane like I I've done everything I've I've gone through the trauma I've lived the trauma I've I've done everything to avoid this and here we are experiencing this again which is a crazy thing for little T trauma and you know, I don't know. I don't know how it happens. And um, something that I forgot to mention was at one point in college, I went through a trauma uh, when it came to a sexual encounter. And I'm sure many people have experienced this before, but I was on, I had taken Molly, which is like a concert party drug MDMA and it was my first time doing it and I had taken too much of it and I pretty much woke up the next day not having any recollection of what happened with a guy who I knew in bed next to me and I didn't I didn't really know what happened but I got a flashback or two to the fact that we were having sex um, and, it, and it wasn't something that I remembered. So that was another trauma that I experienced, which I, I would say goes in the the big T trauma category. So, you know, all this trauma kind of compiling. And then I graduated from college. I go through this this cheating experience. I actually was in London visiting the person who was cheating on me. And that's how I found out they were texting the other girl uh, while i was visiting them and we ended up, you know, having a fight over their phone. It was it was not not good and really really scarring and i had to kick him out of my hotel room and call security to make sure he left and it wasn't good and and i now realize a lot of that was the choices that i was making. Mm, I am so satisfied. I just finished my burger and fries from Ruby's Cafe. It's this cute little Australian place in New York City. And I have to tell you, I was never able to order Ruby's before. And then I got caviar. And I was open to a whole new world of food options. Caviar has everything that I could ever want. They've got Ruby Rosa. It's like they've got all the rubies, you know, but they really do have everything. I'm so grateful. Like I've been cooking all of quarantine and I come back to the city and I just want to eat all the foods that I'm obsessed with. And a lot of the food delivery apps don't have my favorite restaurants. So caviar is perfect for that. It's got the best of the best only. And for our listeners, Caviar is giving you 20% off your first order. Just enter the promo code ACME when you check out. And don't forget because I get so pissed when I buy something and I then realize i forgot to use the promo code. So get 20% off your first order with promo code ACME. Download the Caviar app and use offer code ACME. And again, you will get... 20% 20% off your first order. You can thank me later after you eat all the delicious foods. And then after that, I dated another guy who was a pretty nice guy and and then like we, we started to be on the right track in terms of like judge of character. And I don't want to claim that this person cheated on me. Let's call them Sam. Um I was dating Sam and they went away to Miami for the weekend. And at the time, Vine was a big thing. I know you guys probably don't know what I'm talking about, but if you are 29 and older, you definitely know what Vine was. It was like the original TikTok and everyone was on it. And I was looking at my Vine and I saw a Vine of him like grinding with this girl and we were dating at the time And I didn't want to go through this again. And I was starting to get older. I was like 23. And I said to myself, I'm going to preemptively end this because whether or not he cheated with this person, I don't feel good about it. And I don't want to be in this position again. Even though this guy is a seemingly nice guy, I can't. And so I ended it with him. Sure enough, a woman's intuition is never wrong he ended up dating this girl. He's now married to her. So at least there's, th- you know, like, at least it wasn't for nothing. And I, you know, went on my merry way with dating, but I was so protective of myself and and of my heart. And luckily, you know, knock on wood, no one after that had cheated on me. But the rejections, when, I think when it's cheating, it it affects you more because it's like, you like want something else while you have me as opposed to just you don't want me anymore. It's like, it's like you want more and also me. And you also think that you can get away with this. I mean, it's, it's very, very confusing. And I'm going to read a little bit more about the things that you guys said. Um, And then I'm going to get back to kind of my journey. I felt worthless and unlovable. It came out of nowhere with no explanation. It was my first attempt at asking out a boyfriend. So it really knocked my confidence and self-worth. It starts at a young age with bullying and then is triggered over and over in adult relations. A guy gaslighted me about what we had. My best friend completely humiliated me and ditched me at the end of 12th grade. Rejection leads to self esteem issues, which equal heightened anxiety and affects other sectors of life. When I was 15, my boyfriend decided he wanted to take someone else to prom. It was awful. I was bullied at Sleepaway and middle school. I'll get nightmares about it when life gets stressful. I was dumped suddenly with no explanation and found out I was pregnant two weeks later. I was with a mentally abusive person for four years and just to move out while I was at work, they had a new girlfriend. Asked someone to prom in high school and they said no, never really got over it. Things were going well. They broke up with me and said they didn't know why and never spoke to me again. It gave me trust issues. Ex broke up with me on a street corner, hopped in a cab, and blocked me after two years together. Jesus. Multiple big rejections in a row have depleted my confidence in relationships. Being broken up with my first love, it was like a death. My therapist said a breakup can be a trauma. Okay, so... You see your life one way and it can all change in an instant. All of this is true. And essentially after that, I was able to have stable relationships and able to... Because I started seeing a therapist, I stopped using weed as a crutch. And I started making the changes that I wanted to make in my life and also working on myself and my self-awareness. And when you're self-aware, it's such an amazing thing and it applies to all aspects of your life. So if you're self-aware, you're more likely to choose the right partner because you know what you need. And you know, it's not more important to have a charismatic partner. It's more important to have a loyal partner. What's important to you? Loyalty. So you know that, and then you choose someone who is extremely loyal. And I'm really lucky that you know, my past few relationships, including the relationship I'm in now, I trust my partner completely and I feel so incredibly safe with this person. I know they are a really good person who would never do anything to hurt me or the people that they love, but it was no joke that I had to go through a lot to get to this point. And, you know, there really is PTSD from these situations And they can really like physically and mentally harm you. And you can shame yourself for feeling this way. And people can call you dramatic and people can dismiss you and people can overlook things that have happened to you. But the reality is that understanding the importance of these experiences is crucial To function and to get through life. And I really hope that this episode was illuminating for you in one way or another. And I really appreciate you listening and hope that if you are going through trauma yourself, you are able to heal from it as well. So I wanted to bring my friend who is also a therapist on to... Get a little bit more specific with us about trauma because as you guys know, I am not a therapist and um, Jord is. So will you just introduce yourself to our listeners so that they know where they're getting this information from?
0: Absolutely. Hi, my name is Jordan Davidson. I am a therapist at Expansive Therapy um, in Manhattan. It's just a private practice. So, you know, I I tend to operate from a holistic integrative approach to therapy. So I really like to create a very collaborative experience with my clients. Uh, It's very personalized treatments, kind of looking at the specific goals of my um, individual clients, I'm extremely passionate about working with couples, sex-related issues, commitment, trauma, anxiety, depression... Yeah, kind of just full range. But, you know, my number one thing is I like to say I'm a bit of a tough therapist. So if you're coming to me, don't you're looking to be challenged for sure.
1: That's definitely what I'm looking for. So, because our episode is about trauma today, I wanted to ask does there need to be like a threshold of trauma that someone has gone through in order to see a therapist? Or is all trauma kind of like welcome?
0: Yeah, I think all trauma is extremely valid. Um, I mean, especially in therapy, I mean, trauma-related symptoms can be anything from reactivity to anger, to panic attacks, to loss of trust. You know, wherever your trauma is coming from, it's always welcome. It's always valid. And exploring the root of it is is really where growth and understanding and processing is really possible.
1: Mm-hmm. And if your trauma is rejection related like or cheating related for example like you know I had like my first couple boyfriends cheat on me what is advice that you can give someone like that to be able to kind of not only cope with that trauma but then like learn from that trauma as opposed to internalizing
0: Yeah, my, I mean, my number one thing would be go to therapy because understanding your trauma, right? Really being able to explore it, which can sometimes be really messy is the only, you know, is really the only way to break the cycle is really understanding where it's coming from for you, why it's so important to you and and how it's been affecting your future relationships and other aspects of your life.
1: Yeah. And then last question is, do you believe that everyone has trauma one way or another? Like, even if it's, you know, someone shut the door on them once when they were trying to talk type trauma?
0: Yeah, I I think that, again, that in itself what you just said is extremely valid I think people shy away from this word trauma it feels really heavy it feels really full um but little little things can affect us in so many ways and maybe destigmatizing right trauma is the, uh, the word is is important here
1: and just that idea I love that thanks George where can everyone find you um if you're accepting new clients
0: yeah, everyone can find me at jordan at expansivetherapy dot com. Awesome.